Um, Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. When I first got here as a pastor and we went through the whole cycle of Advent and Christmas and we got to Epiphany and I was preparing for my first ever sermon on this day or on the day that we had celebrated it, I think we, we kind of switched it to a, a Sunday, which is traditional in a lot of places, and I'm thankful that we're trying to start something new or re, really reclaim something old and have a service on the day of January 6th. Um, and it's one thing that I was, I was reading, and, and in the, the translations that we have for our, that, that our church uses, uh, it says that they were wise men from the East that came to see Christ. And we even have that great banner, wise men still seek him. And I think I, I kind of quibbled a little bit my first sermon on this. And, you know, being a young pastor, we're wont to do that. And you're like, well, they're not really wise men. They're, they're magi, right? Magi. And I went into the whole explanation of who the magi are. And you'll probably don't remember that explanation, which is why we have these services every year to remind you who these people were, right? The magi... Um, are a very interesting class of people. If you know the Old Testament, in uh, Judah's, in, in the exile into Babylon that Judah, that the people of Judah went went to, uh, and Daniel and um, uh, and excuse me, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? that eventually through all their trials and travails, Daniel became the chief governor of the Magi, the very men who were trying to persecute him and silence him and keep him from giving thanks and praise and glory to the one true God. But these men, the Magi, were known as wise men. Really, they were. Uh, They were very smart. They were well-educated uh, they had a lot of resources at their at at their 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 disposal, and it's a great sign of God's providence and His care that we can assume it's never written anywhere, right? But we can assume that Daniel, being the chief of the Magi, he taught them something greater than all the things that they, had ever, that they had ever read before. And he taught them the Torah, God's law, God's instruction. And no doubt he had told them about uh, Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, which is actually an interesting text because it comes from uh, Balaam who's a prophet, but a prophet for hire, and it's a very interesting story that we're not going to get into, but God works through all kinds of people, and with Balaam, who was hired to curse God's people as they were trying to get to the promised land, he was told by God that he could not. Now, Balaam is a sad story on some other uh, time, because in the end, he winds up not doing the right thing. But here he does the right thing and he actually prophesies and it's his final prophecy um, where he says, I see him but not now. 
I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out, and, and a scepter shall rise out, shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of, of, it shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. Now that star is what a lot of people think they were trying to find that whole time. That they knew this and they saw the star the Magi had been watching. And a lot of people have, I think it was a couple years ago, they said, we saw the Bethlehem star, right? And it was some sort of combination of uh, Jupiter and, and, and some other planet for a certain amount of time. Now, all that's speculation. And, and, and as to the how they saw the star and what the star was, that's beside the point. The point is, is that these wise men who were seeking wisdom above all things were looking in the right place. They looked in the right place of God's word. They learned from Daniel to look for that star, to look and see where the king was to be born. They looked and they saw and they followed. They heeded God's word and did what it said. Yet, Daniel did not have the fullness of God's word to give to them. Really, we can assume that he only gave them the Torah, maybe some Psalms, uh, some Proverbs and things like that, right? But not the fullness of the prophets per se. You know, that might not have been at Daniel's disposal, which makes a lot of sense because they followed the star all the way to Jerusalem. Now, this star, I think, is supernatural in that it disappears. They can't see it. They don't know what happened to it. And so they stop, as they would expect, in the capital uh, city of Jerusalem and ask for directions, basically. Have you seen the star? Can we know where the king is to be born so we can go and fall down and give thanks and praise to him? And so there, without even realizing it, the scribes and the priests uh, who wind up being contrary to Christ himself give them the final piece that they need, which is from the prophets, and specifically from 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 the prophet from the prophet excuse me from the prophet Micah, where they say, "And you Bethle- and you O Bethlehem." And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will, who will, sh- who will shepherd my people Israel. So these magi are being led by God's word, his law, his prophets, the fullness of what God would have for them to know so that they can go and see Christ made flesh, the word made flesh, that they follow this light that shows them the one true light, that what makes them wise, after all, is not how smart they were, how much they had read of all these other texts, which, you know, that's fine if you want to read a whole lot of things and gain some insight and perspective on what's going on or what has taken place. But what makes them truly wise and what makes any man or person truly wise is that they trust God's word. That true wise men today 
now are led by the law and prophets and also the apostles who bring God's who bring God God's God's wisdom to light by the word that St Paul says to me though I am the very least of the saints this grace this grace was given to preach to the gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. And he doesn't stop there. It's wonderful to really soak in what St. Paul is saying there, that he continues on, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to preach to the Gentiles, that the mystery was made known to me by, 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 by revelation, and that the mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through, through the gospel. That the mystery that he proclaims is not just that God came for Gentiles, but it's that he came for any of us at all. Any of us. That even God's chosen people had fallen away because they forsook their faith for other things made, made by man. And St. Paul carries on this great tradition set forth by uh, God's chosen people and his prophets so that, he says, so that through the church, through us, the, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. So that now a light shines on you and that is, that is the light of Christ, so that you, the church, would make known God's, 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 God's manifold wisdom to all people, to all places. And we do this because we can't help it. We love it. We Christians can't help but speak about Christ and what he has done. It may be scary at times, and Certain people will threaten us if we do do these things. But he says, and St. Paul gives us great encouragement here, that this was according to the eternal purpose that he, has, that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. That Jesus Christ has died for you. That Jesus Christ has done all things for you so that you would be saved and called a child of God. He has been born for you. He has lived his life for you. He has died for you. He has been raised from the dead for you. He has ascended on high for you and now reigns on high at the right hand of God, working all things for you and for your good so that you would be children of God, and trust in our Heavenly Father so that you would be led by His light through all things with boldness and access with confidence to Him through our faith in Him that He gives as a free gift. So let us be bold and so, 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 um, excuse me. So let us be bold and rejoice exceedingly with great joy like true wise men should. 
and, and do these things in word and deed for all to see. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.